welcome to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your host, my big sister Michael, and my dad Guy. I'm Trinity. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how parents could be the biggest bullies in their kids' lives. Daddy Michael, over to you. And thank you once again, Trinity. It is our pleasure to uh, join all you guys again, and thank you for joining the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. I'm your host, Guy, and I am joined by... Michael the Princess. Michael the Princess. And co-host. And co-host, yes indeed. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, before we jump off into how parents are the bullies, let's, uh, let's check in, man. It's been two weeks since we did our last podcast. Some things have been going on, so tell us what's, uh, what's new in your life. I'm going to be in the background sipping some coffee, but you go ahead. <laughs> so, I think the last podcast is when we introduced that we had a puppy... Or the podcast before that one, I can't remember. But anyways, training is going well. He's pretty sleepy, but now he's more, um, he has more energy now that he's getting used to us. Yeah. So he's not so shy. And he's just all over sleeping. the place. Yeah, he's learned to go up the stairs. So <laughs> I caught him um, sniffing around the laundry pile. Was it last week? And then I just like, I peeked my head around the corner so he could see me. And I was just like, hi, Kobe. And then he came running into the room. And then I was just like, why aren't you guys watching him? Like, I carried him. I picked him up and took him back downstairs. And I'm just like, so he was upstairs hanging out with me in my room. Why weren't you guys watching him? Because that was your job. Yeah, it's a full-time job, man, especially as they're puppies, you know? And then Trinity was just like, Ty was watching him. I'm just like, okay, first of all, like, really? Really? Like, he, we both know that he can't really watch the puppy. I'm totally dissing him. I do that on the podcast. That's fine. You do. <laughs> Shout out to but, Ty. You're, you're okay, man. Don't listen to her. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good boy when he wants to be. But, yeah, so puppy, puppy training's going well. Um, I've just kind of been stalking the chat on Discord. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you're gonna have to explain. So Discord to is us um, older folks what Discord is and what this whole <laughs> trolling thing is about that you got going on. Okay, so Discord is pretty much this um, chat room. It's pretty much just a chat room. You can do voiceovers. I don't think you can do video calls unless it's like one on one, but I don't use those features. I just do the chat feature, and pretty much I'm. You've heard me talk about. Gotcha, unless this is your first time joining us. But, um, so Gotcha Club is a new game coming out. It's already come out on PC and Android, but iOS users are bullying the crap out of the game developer Looney and, like, pressuring him. Then other people are, like, just demanding new features be added or, like, s- certain features, like, animated poses were removed because it was crashing the server. So he and missed a, he missed some kind of deadline, right? No. Didn't he say he was going to have it out and it didn't come he out? He said he was going to have it out sooner, but then rearranged the order for the PC to come out first and mm-hmm. then iOS because Apple has a strict bug review, so it takes longer to just even get reviewed and then post it onto the Apple Store, which is why I think he decided to go ahead and start working on the PC more than the iOS just mm-hmm. because that's going to be coming out later anyways sort of a thing. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what happened but what has you so upset it's because like he spends all this time working on these games and like he hasn't been sleeping and eating mm-hmm. and he at one point had like a breakdown like a panic attack breakdown and then they're not helping 
So it's just making me really upset because if you try coding a game, it's actually really hard. And when he does all the bug fixes and stuff, it runs so smoothly. And the fact that they're just demanding and bullying him for something that we all really love is just really upsetting. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. So luckily there are people who are policing them on the Discord. I was one of them where like if you say one thing... Like, ten different people will attack you at once for being mean. So, <laughs> so you guys use bullying to... <clears throat> no, we just shut them down. We you just, just shut them down? Yeah, we just shut them down. And then when Looney actually goes on to the thing, he hasn't been on Discord in a while, which I'm glad for because it's not a good place to be, <laughs> for him at least. But um, when he was on, we were literally like telling him to get off and just go to sleep because he needs it. Mm, wow. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's amazing. Um, people put their, you know, their their heart and soul into developing something. They give it away for free. Like you don't even have to pay for it, right? Yeah, it's, you give it it's away completely free, free then, but you can you can donate if you sure, want to. Sure, sure, but you can also use it for free. And people just take those things for granted. Literally, right? like there's ads that pop up in the game, but those usually it's just like a five second thing, and then you can close it out. Yeah, but um. Yeah, every feature is completely free. You can buy gems and coins if you want to, but you can already earn them easily in the game. There's a dress-up feature and a studio mode, so you can make scenes and animated videos. There's going to be a battle feature in this one, where there's like a story story mode. There's story mode in this one, and there's mini-games. You should be so proud of me. Because I just fought like every single urge in me to just stop you in the middle <laughs> and just be like, nobody cares. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. The whole entire gotcha community is just yelling at you. I know it. I know. It. I'm just messing with you. It's, no, it's it's important. This is about, you know, you relating with the audience, the listeners, whoever's out there listening. And, and they need to, you know, really understand your passion. And this is definitely a passion, passion. area for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's just been something. Well, great, man. Great. Um, you and the siblings still doing okay? Nobody's hurt each other, killed each other, staying home? Okay, they hurt each other time. part. What? But nobody's dead. In the house, it's fine. <laughs> siblings right. have started to go at each other's throats over the TV. Yeah. Ty has a TV in his room, which has YouTube, but the TV is really old. I think it used to be my mom's TV, and no, then I got it. it and my TV. It used to be your TV. Yeah. That was uh, one of the first presents your mom ever got me. But that's how old it is because your mom and me have been married for 16 years. And then it was my TV, <laughs> and now it's Ty's TV because Trinity got a smarter TV, but it has a parental lock code on it that everyone yep. keeps forgetting. So she yep. uses the one in the living room, and then Ty wants to use the one in the living room because it's smoother and more updated. And so they just fight each other over God, who's been on it Everybody's longer. so spoiled. <laughs> anyway, nobody's been hurt or killed, so we'll just try to maintain... Okay, so... Well, I mean, they attack each other with nails, but... <laughs> fingernails, right. not... Fingernails, yeah. Not hammer They're nails. not going after trying to, you know, hammer holes into each other. Um, okay, so, interesting topic for this week. So, the last episode, we talked about bullies, and it was a great episode. I've got some really good feedback. Um, people really appreciated your stories, Thank your, you your honesty. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Um... And so we started talking about, well, what are we going to do next? What do you want to talk about next? We have several ideas we're, we're going to eventually want to get into. We were talking about, you know, drugs and 
dating and all of these really cool topics but Mike I was the one who was just like I kind of wanted to be like a smooth transition where it's just not jumping all over the place topics yeah so so that led us to this topic which she said well since we're talking about bullies let's talk about how some of the biggest bullies that kids are facing are the parents themselves yeah so of course for me you know, first thing that's going to happen is the ego is going to jump in and be like, wait, 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 I don't bully you. How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's but, true. Uh, but she checked me. She was like, it's not about you, dad. So <laughs> I good. did. I was just like, dad, <laughs> I didn't say you. I said parents in general. <laughs> in <for> general. <laughs> so when you broke it down to me, it was really dope. And I was like, wow, that is that is actually really cool. And I've seen it, too. But to hear it from your perspective as you know, the, the kid who has friends that are being subjected to this stuff, um, I thought it'd be really cool to kind of put out there. I know for me as a parent, you know, my first job is to do no harm, to make sure that you're taken care of, to protect you, Basic to needs. provide for you. Yeah, right? So God forbid if I'm the one who's like causing emotional harm and damage to you, like that would be the worst. Mm-hmm. So. Um, please, you know, over to you, man. Break it down on what you've seen, what you've experienced, and, and why this topic uh, really came up for you. So, over to you. All right. So, at first I was just thinking, like, bullies, right? That was our last topic. So, what would kind of be like a smooth transition over, transition, I can speak, transition <laughs> over to, like, the next topic? Because at first it was just, like, relevant. Cool. But then... It was just like, okay, well, now that we're getting into these other topics, what else should we talk about first? And then it, something popped up in my mind that we had for a school assignment, which um, we used this website named Newzella. And so one of the assignments that I had to read on Newzella was about um, how parents are getting more strict about grades but it's to a negative point so pretty much the article was about this girl who collapsed from panic because she got like a b plus on a test and she knew that if she would go home with that grade she would get in a lot of trouble and so she what had happened was she had asked to go to the bathroom and then she didn't even make it there she got like halfway to the bathroom before just collapsing from a panic attack And it went on to talk about these other students who had similar experiences. And so um, one of the girls, who's my friend, on my bus, um, this is a separate thing, by the way, but um, my friends on my bus, we were waiting because we're second load, so that means that we have to wait in the cafeteria for our bus to come because, you know, we don't have enough buses in this area or something. I don't don't actually know. (laughs) But... um, So she was upset, and I asked her what was wrong. And then she told me that she had gotten a B on her test, and that wasn't good enough. And so I was just like, a B plus on a test? That's not good enough? What do you mean? That's like an 80, right? Or higher. But um, no, she said that it wasn't good enough, and like her parents were going to be mad at her. And I'm just like, well, why? That's not failing. That's that's good. So I, I didn't quite understand what was going on, but turns out that this is the way how it is for a lot of students. Some of them are my friends, other people I don't know. But pretty much parents are putting a lot of pressure to have straight-A students. 
And, like, if they come home with, like, a B plus, even if it was just one point off, they would get, like, everything taken away or spanked or something. So that was just something that's pretty much what we're talking about, how parents are the bullies for this topic. So that is crazy. Imagine being under so much pressure that a B, a B plus results in a panic attack where somebody has to go to see a nurse or go to a hospital. Um, I can't imagine that. That said, we, we were raised, oh, there's a reminder on the phone. We were raised, not raised, but we lived in countries where culturally this is the norm. Um, it's, it's not necessarily the norm in America. I think by and large, most Americans believe that their children should be well-rounded and have um, exposure to a lot of different things. So while education is important, we also encourage arts and crafts and sports um, and just getting out, riding your bike and cutting through trails and just exploring all of that kind of good stuff. But I can say like when we lived in Korea, for example, for those couple of years, that's not that's not the priority uh, in that in that particular culture. The priority is education because that's their way out. That's their way of making sure that their kids can have a good life is to make sure that they are that they have the best possible education. Um, so when we lived in Korea, if you recall, uh, you would you would go to school from about seven o'clock in the morning until about three o'clock in the afternoon, and then you would come home, but your Korean national uh, classmates went to the school after school and Mm -hmm. they normally wouldn't be getting home until about eight o'clock at night because they continued their school studies for another, you know, four or five hours. Does Mm. does that, do you recall any of that? Yeah. Vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and and here there is a really strong emphasis on uh, education. It's a strong emphasis on the book learning and the, the 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 push to succeed and the push to not just do well but you have to excel. Mm-hmm. So and, and I know you have friends from all different kinds of cultures and backgrounds and you don't have to be specific or or anything like that. But are you seeing this? I know you mentioned the one thing with your friend, but just mm-hmm. by and large, kind of what what are you seeing? A lot of students, you know seem reckless and careless about their grades, but a lot of them are also serious just in and of their own because they already know what they want to do. Like, I have this friend who wants to be a doctor and stuff. So when you already know what you want to do, they already are pushing themselves to do well. So they don't honestly need that added pressure from their parents, especially when the grade isn't going to just completely wreck their overall grade, like an F. And, you know... When you get an 80, you're not even allowed to retake the test because it's passing. Mm. They used to have this policy where you can retake whenever you wanted to, but then people's grade boosts were going crazy, so they had to take that away. So 80 is passing. I, I don't remember the exact rule, but like B is passing, so you get a B, you can't retake. And there was this person who got like a 99 on their test or something and retook it for a 100, so... Yeah, see, that... <laughs> that I don't know, just, I... So I'll, I'll talk about how I feel about that in a minute, but um, so don't let me forget. Okay. Uh, but you have friends or, or classmates um, that have been subjected to this unrealistic, just cramming of 
expectations. And I think that's the word is mm-hmm. the expectations and demands that are being put on young children um, can be very detrimental. Uh, yeah, it can be. Um, what are you seeing from your friends? Like what impact is it having? Um, you tell me, like, what do you think it's, is it positive? Is it negative? Is it? I, I think it's negative because then they will like get on the bus and, you know, in the morning and they'll be all stressed out and like panicking over this test or, you know, they're staying up until midnight studying, but then they have to get up at six to catch the bus or something. Or I know like this one time they were staying up until like one or 2 a.m. just working on this project and then studying. And then the thing is she also has dance. She also has dance class to balance. So it's one of those things where parents are putting them into all sorts of after-school clubs, but then they also want them to have steady grades. But then, you know, when after-school stuff isn't finishing until 6, then you have to have dinner, and then you have to, you know, shower, brush your teeth, and you still have homework to do. So, and I think it's important to, to note, you're just going into high school now. This was all happening grade. to middle school children. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not high schoolers, not... You know, you're going to college in two years and, and you got to get this right. No, no, they're doing this to like sixth graders and seventh graders, right? Yeah, eighth and ninth. Eighth but, and ninth graders. Okay. But I mean, we saw it, like I said, we saw it in Korea when you were in the second, third grade. like Third, fourth. It went all the way back there. Um, yeah. But like when you're putting extracurricular activities on them and then, you know, this includes like your weekends because you're at like recital or something for dancing or like a I don't know taekwondo mastery test or piano lessons or something like those take up time and you have to study for that if you're in some sort of um I forgot like an extra class like um facts which is sewing and cooking and then robotics Mm -hmm. or even clubs for school and then you have extracurricular stuff anyways so when you have all that going on you know for chorus you have to leave on like 7 p.m for the i i really can't speak concerts i guess so if you have like music you have to do those right if you have like a robotics club i know that they have stuff that are on weekends right championships i guess so what you're saying is you have those things and then you still have to balance your normal school life on yeah. top of, like, I don't know, sibling life or if your parents don't come home until late for work, so then you have to be the one who prepares dinner and stuff. Right, right. So it's just an unrealistic expectation for balancing everything because we are still kids. <laughs> and I guess that's the thing that your mom and me, we work really hard to make sure we take care of when it comes to you guys is we, we push uh, academics. You guys know the importance that we place on doing well academically. I mean, yep. you you made straight A's. Trinity made straight A's, I believe, and Ty yeah. did well, A's and B's. Um, we don't we don't take no shorts when it comes to that. But we also force you into extracurricular activities. We force you guys to do things that's going to keep you well rounded. Mm-hmm. We cut off your schoolwork at certain time, and you need time to decompress and relax. We try to find that balance where. You understand the expectations when it comes to academics, but we never want to put so much pressure on you that you're going to have a freaking panic attack because you got a B plus. Mm-hmm. Now, 
There's been times when you didn't perform or Trinity or Ty didn't perform as well as we would have liked on something, but that's just a sit down conversation. Hey, what happened here? Yeah. All right, so you know, you understand what you did, right? We like all you, have off days. We like, all have off days. If like, I hey, come just home with like a C and I'm just like, oh man, I completely wrecked this. I should just like, well, what happened? And I'm just like, I was just tired. <laughs> I couldn't. I just, to those parents that put that degree of, of stress and, and demands and expectations on their kids, flip that and put those same demands and expectations on yourself. What if your boss demanded that you hit it out the park 100% of the time when you're at work and your wife or your husband demanded that you were always 100% the best possible person you could be always 100% of the time and your kids put the same demands on you that you put on your kids as far as what kind of parent you're supposed to be. Never make a mistake. Never get angry. Never get it wrong. You're always just the perfect parent you would fail. You would fail in every aspect of life. You would fail as a parent. You'd fail as a spouse. You'd fail, excuse me, as an employee. And if you're self-employed, you'd fail there too, because your business is never always going to be a hundred percent of what it's supposed to be. Why? Because you're human. Well, then look at your kids because your kids are human too. And they're small little baby humans that are supposed to make mistakes so that they can learn from them. I just don't understand. I was talking with a friend of mine who works in the health industry and she said that she was she she had a, a teenager come in who was suffering from something very similar to what you were talking about, Mike. Um, mm. she, he, he, she, he, doesn't matter. I think it was a he. He has a boy. He was suffering from anxiety, panic attack breakdowns from not meeting certain demands from his parents. And he was laid up in a hospital bed being treated for this severe anxiety and the physical ramifications that it was taking on him. His parents never came to visit him while he was there. They just came to pick him up. And while he was there, he was in the bed, surrounded by books, still studying and crashing. And she said she went to him like, like, sweetheart, what are you doing? You're, you're here because you need to decompress because the stress has manifested itself to such a degree that it's breaking down your body. And he looked at her and said, you don't know what I go through. I have to get this done and I have to get an A or it's going to be worse for me. And he's in the hospital dealing with the ramifications of that stress and still feeling it. And then they came, they showed up, and they, instead of being empathetic and like, wow, we did this to you. That is terrible. We need to, you know, figure out what we're doing wrong. Like, we need to do better. They looked at him with disappointment. Like, "Mm, you need to do better. Like, wow, the standards. And it's so hypocritical. Yeah. It's so bad. So it 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 uh it breaks my heart that there's kids out there, there's kids right here in this neighborhood that are living through this, that are dealing with this kind of um just this this kind of bullying. And so I think the way that you phrased it is is perfect and is true. There are definitely times where parents can actually be the bullies. I know I've bullied my kids. It's usually been more physical um, when um, something's not being done the way that I feel like it needs to be done or something. And I'm just like using my size and strength like you're, oh, no, 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 you are going to do this. You understand. Well, I don't care if you think you ain't. But I mean, we all have our moments um, because we're human, too. But if you are day in and day out um, putting that kind of stress and expectations on your kids, 
you think you're doing it to set them up for the best possible future, you're you're wrecking a huge part of your child's spirit. And that, that's just my personal opinion. Mental kids, health. Mental health, yeah, man. I think that's also why a lot of people are now having depression and anxiety is from expectations that they don't feel they can keep. I, I think that's 100% right. If you make your child define their worth by the grades that they make on their tests, then when they do hit a hiccup, because they're going to, you've just defined their worth as, well, you're not worth much because you got to be plus. So you're only 80% or 85% of the person that you're supposed to be. Yeah, I mean... Especially when they're in those honors classes or advanced placement classes. And then, like, if you're in advanced, that's great. If you're in advanced and making A's, you got skill. If you're in advanced and making B's, you're still up there in that advanced class making what's classified as, like, an average score. So if you're average but you're in advanced class, you're still killing it. So I don't get why they're flipping out. It's so yeah. hard. I just don't get it in general. Like, even if you're in academic classes, you, you should never flip out just because they got a B. Yeah, there's a lot of different things into that. And some parents uh, live vicariously through their children. And so when their kids do well, they feel like they're doing well as a parent. Some, some parents are so insecure uh, about their, their child's future that they, um, they overdo it in this academic area in order to try to secure some type of future for their kid um yeah i i and like i said in, in some ways it's cultural too like there, there's a whole lot of things that play into it um but if our first job as a parent is to do no harm to our kids then you can't really do both at the same time i i personally don't believe you can do both i don't think i don't believe you can put that kind of pressure and demands and expectations on 12 year olds 13 year olds 15 year olds where you're causing them so much anxiety that they're having medical breakdowns and yet still consider yourself doing, you know, the best parenting. It just doesn't seem to work that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what ends up happening is, you know, they can't cope with it. Mm-hmm. And they either break down or they turn to something else. Yeah. Which... See? Nice segue. That's what we'll do next is what, did, what do they turn to? Yeah. Yeah. Drugs. Um, alcohol yeah there's a reason why things yeah i mean there's a reason why opioids is so prevalent uh all around the area that we live in uh yeah and the pain huh and the pain all together can't deal deal with it and the pain all together yeah yeah it's sad man it's it's really sad so okay so as we wrap up then what do we do so what can you do for your classmates that are having to endure through um, a bullying parent just you know share this episode or something spread awareness yeah you know if they bring it up the more they see it the more you know they'll have to face it and think about it yeah and i guess the reality and is i guess they'll start reflecting and then realize what they're doing maybe talk yeah. to the kid and don't freaking get mad <laughs> that's good for the parents um the reality is it's probably not going to change so all yeah. we can do um, as peers for them is to just be there for them, be yeah. understanding of what the reality is that they're having to live through. Um, and yeah, just, just give them that, give them that support. Let them know you're there for them and just try to be a good friend. Let them know like, 
you know, it isn't going to be like this always. At some point, you're going to become an adult and be able to, you know, do things the way you want to do. Do your own thing. Yeah, still continue to kill it, continue to excel, but maybe not at a level that causes you anxiety attacks and panic attacks, you know? Yep. Um, It's sad, but that's really all we can do. And then just continue to try to bring awareness to it as best we can. Uh, which is difficult, very difficult, but we can we can try. Yeah, it's like why you know, like the guidance counselors or I don't I don't know what you call it, but um, pretty much like during FLE and stuff, they talk about like m- mental awareness, like mental illness awareness. FLE again is what family, family life education. Oh, gotcha. Family life education. So they talk about mental awareness, mental health. Yeah, and they talk about these other things, and it's just like, you know, if you see that someone's having issues, talk about it, or go to your counselor. Yeah. And so I know a lot of people have been talking to their counselors a lot more. Great, great. So at least they have that one outlet where they could just let it all go and calm down and take a step back. That's wonderful. That's wonderful, and it's great that those resources are there, and yeah, they just really, really need to take advantage of them. And if you see folks, if you see folks, <laughs> if you see uh, classmates that are, are fighting through some of this, encourage them to go have those conversations yeah. with the guidance counselors. I remember those, the they're... school hosted like a mental illness awareness relaxation day thing mm-hmm. where like they had three options. There was one where you could do like yoga. You could go to like this, um, I don't really want to call it an expo, but it was in the auditorium. And it was kind of like a speech. Right. And then the third one, which is the one that I really liked. I also liked the yoga. But um, the third one was um, puppies. Hmm? You got to go pet these three. They brought these three dogs in. Yeah. Who were um, trained. Yeah. For like therapy dogs. Oh, therapy dogs. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember stuff, but I can't. No, no, it's cool. But yeah, they brought in therapy dogs where you could just like pet and hang out and calm down. Oh, that's wonderful. They brought those in last year. I don't know if they were going to do it this year or not because school got canceled. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you got your own therapy dog now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kobe. (laughs) Kobe Bryant. Okay, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We want to thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, This has been the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-host, Guy and... Michael. Michael. The princess. The princess. Uh, Thank you, guys. And as always, we ask you to jump on the Facebook page. Just type in Daddy Daughter Real Talk. You'll see our page. Like the page. You can find our podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Store, just please take the time to give us five stars. Um, Please don't give us less than that. And leave a review. And let's try to spread the word so maybe we can reach more people and help more people. Also, jump in on the Facebook and give us your show ideas. And give us feedback. We'd love to hear it. So, always good to hear from you We're going to be needing our next topics. Yeah, we need to to start banking a few of those. Uh, So, again, thank you guys for joining us. This has been the Daddy Order Real Talk Podcast. And we will get back to you again soon. Bye-bye. See ya. Hi, this is Ty, and I would like to thank you for listening to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. Be sure to join us again soon. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed.